This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. AFC North has consistently been one of the best divisions in football for a long, long, long time. The Pittsburgh Steelers are in an unfamiliar spot in that division for the first time in a long time. They are looking up from the bottom. And it's not like a fluke thing either where it's like, well, this is just one year where one team looks good. Nope. The Bengals are starting to look more like you used to look like as Pittsburgh Steelers fans is the team that pretty much, you know, you turn on get up before the Steelers before the season starts, you turn on NFL network before the season starts, and it's just, well, the Bengals will probably win. The Bengals will probably win. The Bengals will probably win. After this draft class, which I think we determined the Steelers had the best of the AFC North, what does that do to the punching order of the division? Does it change how you see the division stacking up? And before we break it down, I don't think it really changed much at all. In fact, not because of the draft, but because of other things that happened around the draft. Mm -hmm. You know, I had mentioned that earlier in an episode we did this year that it was Bengals, then a gap, then Ravens-Steelers, and I thought the Steelers were pretty close to the Ravens, closer than people thought, then a gap, and then the Browns. But now With that the Ravens gap bringing between Lamar the Ravens back, and Steelers has kind of grown, yeah. And Odell and Zay Flowers, and their defense is probably going to be, you know, as good as it was ever. I mean, they well, yeah, best they, inside linebacking core in, in football, right, maybe. They have Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith, and now they and now just Trent added Simpson. Trent Simpson, right. They're going to be a very tough team to play, well-coached team as well. For sure. I don't think that the gap is astronomical between them and the Steelers, but I do think they separated grown, just yeah. a little bit there. And the only have thing closed I've, more on the Bengals as far as the gaps the, are concerned. I totally get the logic behind that. But just because Lamar has a new contract does not mean he's go- going to become a new player. That he's going to oh, he can no longer become injured. Oh, yeah. No longer going to be solved by really good defensive schemes. He just got a new contract. He's just guaranteed to play in Baltimore. It doesn't mean he's guaranteed to have success. You know, one misconception I see from a lot of Steelers fans with that Lamar Jackson signing, obviously, and I think that it's a good point to bring up, in the right context, they talk about how the Steelers' record is against Lamar and how they're pretty good against Lamar Jackson. It's pretty dominant, yeah. But Lamar Jackson doesn't just play the Steelers. That's twice a year. He's in your division, and he's got 15 Mm. other games that he's got to play. Like, I get that you want to take care of your own, and if you can beat them twice, that goes a long way in finishing in front of them. But what if you beat them twice and they win the 15 other games that they have on their schedule? They're winning the division. Like, So I, I love how Steelers fans, and I get it, you know, oh, we're not that scared. You know, Lamar comes back. First of all, just because you had a lot of success with him early in his career doesn't mean that those tab- those turntables are going to turn soon. Nice. That doesn't mean <laughs> Michael Scott. That doesn't mean that like he's going to figure it out all of a sudden or that he is capable of beating you. I would still much rather not play Lamar Jackson than play Lamar Jackson, even though you're good against right. him. But it's just it's foolish to be like, oh, great. Now the Steelers will always have the upper hand on the Ravens. They might have the upper hand on the Ravens, but what if the Ravens have the upper hand on the Titans and the Colts sure. and the Texans and all the other teams and the Browns? And they beat them up, and they went. So, like, I, I saw some celebration almost for Lamar sticking in the division. I wouldn't go as far as it's celebrate. Bad news. Yeah, it's, it's bad not news good. either way you slice it. I the I'm not saying that like oh thank go- thank goodness this guy who 
like Struggles against Ravens. one team. Like stupid Ravens for paying a guy right. like that. One of the best quarterbacks in, in the league went healthy, who was just a former MVP just a couple of seasons ago. No, I was cheering hard for him to leave. I, oh, wanted, absolutely. I wanted him playing absolutely. down the beltway in Washington. Would you rather go up against Lamar Huntley, or Lamar, Lamar Jackson or Tyler Huntley? Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Even though I think Huntley beats the Steelers more than Lamar Jackson. But again... When when everyone talks about the quarterbacks, next right? The game, quarterbacks of the AFC. Whatever the next game is, I want Lam- I want Lamar on the bench. Yeah. I don't want Lamar whenever playing. the quarter. Whenever people talk about the hierarchy of quarterbacks in the AFC, people are going to put Lamar over Kenny without hesitation, without pause, without any anything stopping them from doing so. But Tyler Huntley versus Kenny Pickett, it's the same thing. But well, Kenny Pickett over Tyler Huntley, unless you're a Pro Bowl. Select <coughs> well, and then you that Tyler Huntley to go to the Pro the Bowl. most ridiculous thing I've seen. Tyler Huntley in the Pro Bowl, yeah, he was so bad in that Pro Bowl too, playing flag football. Like you're playing flag football and you still couldn't complete the passes that you had to. It's interesting you talked about the quarterbacks because you know I gave my little quick you know one through four, and I kind of think you can make the argument that that's how the quarterbacks break down too, as far as ranking them. You got Burrow as the best in the division, then Lamar. And then it's the where jury it gets a little out. tricky. Yeah, That's I don't really where know. it gets. I, the Steelers are a better team than the Browns. So if you looked at it as you know the full team scope, I'd take mm-hmm. the Steelers over the Browns. You could argue Kenny's better than Deshaun if you look at 2022 in a vacuum. Kenny did not have a great 2022 statistic-wise, no. but he had moments that shined a For lot sure. brighter than Deshaun Absolutely. Watson's moments. And, by the way, he beat Deshaun Watson head-to-head in the final right. game of the season. That counts for something. Statistically, neither though, were on the field the first time the two teams met. Correct. Statistic was Mitch versus Jacoby that time. Yeah. Statistically, though, not good for Kenny and not good for Deshaun either. You've seen it with Deshaun before, though. Right. And that's why you get I a little pause to put him or to put Kenny definitively above him. I just don't know with a full off season or a full training camp, a full so preseason key. for that's Deshaun. So key for him. But it's also key for Kenny. Key for Kenny because think about it, Tom. He went through all off season, all preseason as the number two, sometimes as the number three guy. Because remember, out of the gates at, at training camp, Mason was doing the best between all three quarterbacks. So there was no way the Steelers could put Mason below Kenny on the depth chart up to a point. I just th- like it, it benefits them both. But like you mentioned, I think the more important factor is you've seen it out of Deshaun on the professional level. He did it in college in Clemson, and then he came to the pros and did it in Houston. Now he's on a different team. To, uh, to, and doing it in Houston, I mean, that's even an understatement. Like, he was a top-five quarterback. Yeah, he led, didn't he lead the league in passing yards the year before he— They went, like, 3-13. The year and he led before he had to yards. sit out? Yeah. yeah. He—, he was a, a, an elite quarterback. It was twenty. It was the COVID year. It was the year because twenty twenty one he sat out all of football. Right, yes. twenty twenty. I remember they were a terrible team. But do he you just... remember also? It, I believe it was JJ Watts last season in Houston because the two of them walked off the field together, and you saw JJ put his arm around Deshaun and said, "I'm sorry, we just wasted a season. You're so good." And we just we yeah. went three and thirteen. We just wasted a year of your career. I felt in oh, JJ was apologizing. Little to did him. he know, right. He wasted his entire career in Houston yeah, because yeah. it was not going to go beyond no. that game that he played. But yeah, I mean, push comes to shove, you know, and this is where I can kind of show that I'm not being a homer. Like if someone, you know, if if Butterbean, the boxer Butterbean, was in the ring with mm-hmm. me and he had a clean shot to my face, if I answered the question 
with any dishonesty at all, I'd have to put Kenny below Deshaun right now. Yeah, you I'd have, have to, to put him at number four. You have four. to. If I said Kenny Butterbean is caving my face in because it's a lie, I want to say it. But if I if I were to rank it and go Burrow, Lamar, Kenny, Deshaun, I would flinch when I got to Kenny and Deshaun because I just I think Kenny will be better than Deshaun moving forward. And I think again, if you look at twenty twenty two, not great seasons for either of them. I give Kenny the edge because he's a rookie. He had the two game winning drives and he beat Deshaun Watson head to head. Those are three pretty big boxes that Absolutely. he could check off. But as far as you know, weighing the career that Deshaun has had. Like you said in Houston, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to just definitively say, "Oh yeah, Kenny's Kenny's better than him," mm-hmm. because you still don't know if Deshaun can recapture that form. Mm-hmm. And until I'm a hundred percent sure, and you know, if we get into the middle of the season this year and he still looks like 2022 Deshaun Watson, then I'll start to believe that he's done. But I still need to see a little bit more track record, a full off season. As abysmal as his off the field stuff is, it is kind of behind him now. You know, people aren't talking about it as much. People haven't forgot about it, and they will never let him forget about it. No. But it's not dominating headlines anymore. He can kind of move on, and that's why I think you got to at least give him half of a season to see yeah. if he can recapture for I mean, last year, he never was going to hear the end of it because it was his first time coming back. He heard it when it broke, mm-hmm. and then he heard it when the suspension became official, and then when he comes back from suspension. What's he coming back from suspension from? So, like... The cycle right. was never ending. He's for him. he's now firmly back in the league. It's just still too early to tell. Will he stay? Will he remain a starter? And maybe Tom, <coughs> excuse me. Maybe he doesn't remain a starter, but doesn't remain a starter in Cleveland. Mm. Maybe it's just you know it's a bad fit. He moves on. Well, that would be incredible because of the contract that the Browns gave right. him. If he's starting right, somewhere right, not, right, right. Let, let's put it this way: if you're Cleveland. He either busts out in your uniform or he is your he's quarterback for the next 10. No, I meant like bust out of the oh. league. Or he's your quarterback for the next five to 10 years. I mean, if he's starting somewhere else. Whew. Like, you're not going to. Like, would I, you keep I, him on your bench as a backup? I don't know, but I'm giving him every chance possible. Like, yeah, right. He's got this full season for me. Mm-hmm. There's no threat of getting benched at all this year. They could be two win team and he could be throwing every interception in the world. I ain't benching the guy. Mm-hmm. He's got to play through it, and we've got to see if this $230 million investment is going to be even slightly worth it in any way. And, I mean, with an investment like that, that's only really worth it if you get to, like, the AFC Championship game or if you mm-hmm. even get to the Super Bowl at some point. So it's a lot riding on Deshaun Watson's shoulders, and it's not exactly the best guy that you want to have riding Oh, you don't want to have him to ride his shoulders. To right, 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 right. Weird phrasing there. We're riding to Sean Watson's shoulders. Yeah, nice job. But that's where I look at a clear split between the quarterbacks. You got the one and the two, and then you got the three and the four. Mm-hmm. And with the three and the four, they're jockeying for position. There's no jockeying for position at one and two. You know, people will say Lamar Jackson can be just as good as Joe Burrow. I think Lamar Jackson can impact games just as much as Joe Burrow in different ways. But as far as playing that damn quarterback position is concerned, that pocket passer, you know, the ability to manipulate the pocket, use his arm to win games, Joe Burrow's just, there's one guy in the league right now that you take over him. So it's just not possible for me to see Lamar Jackson rise his game to a point that would rival Burrow as the best in the division. Mm-hmm. No, I I think right now it's hard to say which Division actually has the best quarterbacks overall. Mm, best that's a fun best debate. standings. But the Steelers are going to be up there and have been up there because 
they they just have this tendency to have more than not just one good team at a time, but more more than two. I'm thinking about it right now. You're locking quarter- your job. I'm man. thinking about the quarterbacks. I'm I'm doing the. You intrigued me. The best quarterback conference in or division in football. It's probably the AFC West. Herbert, Mahomes, Mahomes. Jimmy G, and Russell Wilson. Jimmy G kind of and Russell Wilson kind of dropped that off a bit though. Yeah, but when you take them at like face value, Russell Wilson, you you just assume. Look out for the sneaky AFC East. Mac Jones is nothing special. No, but nothing. Rodgers, Tua, and, yeah, and Allen. Those are three really strong quarterbacks. It's in the AFC. The best quarterback divisions in the well, AFC. Well, that's no question. Because I don't even think you, there's enough good quarterbacks me, in the NFC me, to make a division. Yeah, can you name me four quarterbacks in the no, NFC I can't. that make up a I can't. solid division? I cannot. Because you're, you're probably going to say Hurts. And you're talking about we can pull from all the divisions? Yeah. Hurts. Hurts, Geno Smith, uh, uh, Kirk. Uh, Dak. Uh, Dak, uh, Jared. I mean, Stafford when he's healthy. I phew. Baker? I mean, you got me. Yeah. So, yeah. Where is Baker even playing right now? San Francisco? No, he's a Tampa Bay starting quarterback, uh, he's baby. In Tampa, right. So, yeah, it's definitely in the AFC. And, I mean, it's a very crowded AFC when it comes to quarterback. We'll actually talk a little bit about that in our last episode today. But, you know, back focusing on the North, one thing I see a lot of, too, Steelers won't win the division for a decade now with Joe Burrow. It's Joe Burrow's division now. Mm-hmm. It's over. Your best bet is second place from now on until Burrow decides that he's done. I get it because every year going into the seasons for the next 10 years, if he's healthy, I'm going to pick the Bengals to win it. Right. But how many times when the Steelers were a Death Star capable machine in the Killer B era, a Bengal would sneak up and win the division every once in a while. The Ravens would take the division a year or two. Like, it's not just a burrow, 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 burrow for the next 10 years. Like, there will be a year where the Ravens sneak up and get him, mm-hmm. and I think there can be a year that the Steelers sneak up and get him. So mm-hmm. this whole, oh, my God, the division is a non-starter for the next decade. It's wild card or bust, and then if we're at the wild card, we got to go to Kansas City or Buffalo or Cincinnati again to win a playoff game. Oh, it's just hopeless. The odds are stacked against you. Absolutely. But you can sneak a division away. You right. Can, you can sneak. First of all, the Bengals will be playing first place schedules. And let's not forget, too, there were years while the Steelers were the dominant team saying. in that division. Teams snuck up and won. Baltimore won, won the, the division. division. Cincinnati with Andy Dalton won the division. Exactly. Like, it happens. It's so hard to sustain success year after year after year after year. Like, mm-hmm. the Atlanta Braves of the 90s, where they won the NL East every, every year, single yeah. season for, like, 20 years straight. It doesn't happen in the NFL. The closest you got was the Patriots during the Belichick era. They would win the division every year. That was a long streak, though. And also, yeah. you know, they didn't have an Andy Dalton and A.J. Green or a Carson Palmer and Chad Ochocinco Bengals team in those mm-hmm. divisions. Those divisions were crap. Every mm-hmm. team was bad in those divisions. Like, the Bengals got good every once in a while. The Ravens were always kind of a thorn in the Steelers' side during their eras of dominance. Mm-hmm. Who do the Patriots have? They just beat right. the Bills. They beat the Jets. They beat the Dolphins. Like, the Dolphins. The Dolphins were, like, the only thornish they, they, kind of team. They could beat the Patriots, like, once every two but years. But never to take the division. No. They would never do it to take no, the division. No, the only time that a team beat the Patriots in terms of the division standings was the year that Matt Castle had to start They went 11-5. Yeah, right. They still win 11 games without Tom Brady. Yeah. That's how good that team was overall. So, like, that is an outlier. You don't mm-hmm. see that. For sure. So, to think that the Bengals are just going to become that all of a sudden and, and, you know, run the table in the NFC North like the Patriots did with the AFC East, excuse me, the AFC North, 
I think it's foolish to think that. And I agree. I think it's smart to assume the Bengals will win the division every year, but it's not a foregone conclusion that the Steelers can't. I, I'm not saying this year, but you know, with this draft class and kind of what the team's building towards and Kenny's development, there's no doubt in my mind that you know the Steelers could struggle against the Bengals, but somehow scratch their way to 11 wins, and the Bengals have 10 wins, and bang, you get the division title. Right. And the Bengals go to the playoffs, and maybe they run the table and they win the Super Bowl as a wild card. But all I'm saying is it's not the easiest thing to do, but I wouldn't punt on division titles every single year if I'm a Steelers fan. Don't expect it to happen, but again, I think the Steelers in their prime were a lot better than the Bengals are right now especially after winning championships, the Bengals have not yet, then, you know, the teams behind them, and I think the Steelers are better. I'm trying to think of how I want to word this. The Steelers that were winning the divisions and dominating that would lose sometimes to Andy Dalton's, I think they're better than the Bengals are even right now, this current form of the Bengals. So, like, I don't see the Bengals as some juggernaut that's even better than the Steelers were when they were the kings of the division. So, like, if, no, if that Steelers team could have a team sneak up and take the division from them... My point is that this Bengals team can have right, it happen too. Because I mean, I think Joe Burrow is a great quarterback. Will always be remembered as a great quarterback. I think. I mean, maybe they're always they're still a lot. I get what you mean. But he's going to be remembered for this portion of his portion of his career as a great quarterback. If he somehow injures or busts for some reason, it'll be wow, he was amazing. What right. happened to him? It won't be wow, what a terrible quarterback. But you see the team dynamics, right? The team around him is nowhere near like. Yes, the the Bengals offense or the Bengals identity is their offense. But back in Ben's career, and especially the early portions when he was winning Super Bowls, the identity was the defense. Are you telling me the Bengals offense is more dominant than that 08, 2005, 2010 Steelers defense? No. No. That's what I'm trying to say. No, I, I'm agreeing with you. You put yeah. it a lot better way yeah, than I yeah, did. Yeah. It's yeah. just the people that just, again, and to sum it up, to think that it's just foregone conclusion that the Bengals are going to run this town, and you know what? For it's very possible. Like, yeah, it is. Like when you talk about divisions versus playoffs, I don't know if I would push back more on the the foregone conclusion that the Bengals will make the be the division winner as much as I would push back on you as saying the Steelers can never make the playoffs because there are too many good teams in the conference. No, I. I that's holding the Steelers back more than the division. Right. That's right. So I don't think, like, the division, winning the division obviously helps you because you get a home playoff game. You prove that you're significant, you're better than the teams within your own division. But what matters at the end of the day is making the playoffs and winning postseason games. So I think it's foolish to kind of, and not to say that, I'm not accusing you of doing this, it's foolish to kind of wrap yourself up with the concern about the division, whereas the ultimate goal is to win playoff games, right? So, and that's something that the Steelers have not done in, what, six or seven consecutive seasons now? So, focus more on just making sure you get to the playoffs. Obviously, the easiest road to doing so is by winning the division, but just make sure you get there. And then when you get there, focus on that team and then focus on winning that game. You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. You just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio for my heart. And Alexa, she's going to take care of the rest for you. She's she's our girl. Our know? old buddy Kyle Brandt was at it again. Always. He tiered the AFC quarterbacks. And Something I, we were just trying to, thinking about doing. I disagree with him. 
You disagree, I disagree with, with Kyle, Kyle Brandt. We'll talk about the his tearing. The world is ending. We'll talk about his Pigs tearing are next. Flying. And talk about where I disagree with him on his quarterback ranking of the AFC. That's on the way. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opferman. This is the Steelers Standard.